All right. And we are live and in living color. Welcome to another fantastic episode of This Week in Reselling. I'm your host, Ray, coming straight from the multiverse. As you can see yes, behind sir. me, we have, um, I'm here joined by my co-host, a.k.a. Um, who? Dr. Strange, Dustin. <laughs> I couldn't remember what he was. <laughs> What's up, everybody? And uh, and guys, today we are joined by our guest, none other, for the second time, coming in, Mike, a.k.a. Jiggly Thrift. Mike, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. It is great to be here. Thanks for having me again. Of course, <clears throat> man. Of course. I know, Mike, um, last time that we had you, and this is one of the reasons why we wanted to bring you back on, you were transitioning from a part-time reseller to a full-time reseller mm -hmm. and i can't remember when we had you on before but now that you've gotten when was that what how long it ago was, was it? i think it was august or something okay because i went full-time okay. july 1st and i mean i made like my first tiktok first serious tiktok on july 18th so i'd say somewhere in the beginning of august you probably had me on last okay. year so yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while, and I know you've you've learned a lot since then, right? I've been trying to, you know. Been trying. I've been trying. I feel like you've learned too. a little bit. You've learned some, mm -hmm. so um, so that's why we wanted to have you on because I wouldn't say we want to learn from your mistakes, but it's kind of like one of those things to where we want to be able to, um, or we want you to be able to discuss one some tips or some things that you might have wanted to do different from transitioning from part-time reseller to full-time reseller, you know? So that's, you know, a good portion of why we wanted to have you on here. Mm -hmm. And of course we want to just be on here, say hi to the people in the chat and, uh, and uh, have fun, you know? Mm -hmm. Perfect. So speaking of people in the chat, let's say hi to some people in the chat. Yeah, who's in we here? have our boy thrift native. Now thrift native, he was just on TikTok with me. We we're talking about Seinfeld, which is, which is arguably one of the best, my favorite sitcom of all time. Even though I'm wearing a Dun Dunder Mifflin office shirt, I was wearing my Seinfeld shirt earlier on in the week. So, Mike, I know we haven't, you know, we're talking about overrated, underrated with the, you know, segment of the show. But what is your favorite sitcom of all time? The Office wins every time. The office 10 out wins. Of 10. Yeah. 10 out of 10. What about yeah. you, Dustin? Hmm. I, I feel like Dustin's more like a like a boy meets world. Yeah. Like, maybe like Roseanne. Family matters. Or something. Full Family house, matters. Old school full matter. Full house. For sure. So, okay. Nice. I was going to go Three's Company for a second. Three? <laughs> Didn't back they reboot that recently? Three's Company? I don't, know. I don't think I don't so. Know. Hey, but didn't you have a Seinfeld moment this week? Oh my gosh! Right. You, you have to bring that up, don't you? I got to bring it up because you know, reminds me of that Seinfeld episode when they're like you get forty miles to the gap. For, to, yep. To okay. <laughs> so Dustin's putting me on the spot. So this week, I think it was Wednesday, Wednesday or Tuesday. I can't remember exactly what day it was. You know, I'm driving to work, and then I'm I'm turning into the street to where you know I go to work, and I'm like maybe like a minute to my job. Right. I turn in or I turn to the street and then all of a sudden my truck just stops working. <laughs> and I'm just like, what in the world is going on? And I'm like, I, 
I put it in park. I turn off. I turn off the truck. I try cranking it, and it, it it's cranking, but it's not turning over. And I'm just like, oh man, maybe it's the starter, maybe it's the fuel pump or something like that, right? So I start pushing it because I want to get it to a parking spot because I don't want to cause a whole a whole scene, you know, with like cops mm-hmm. coming and people or whatever. So I'm pushing it and I'm trying to steer it. And mind you, I have like a F-150. It's got 30 inch wheels on it. You know, it's it's a big truck. So and you're in the I'm, middle of the street at this point then? I'm like a little bit. Yeah, basically I'm in the middle of the street. <laughs> so I'm pushing the truck and then maybe like a hundred yards from me, there's like a fitness center and a really nice skinny bitty lady comes out and she was like, Hey, do you need any help? I'm like, yes, thank you. She's I'm like, just, if you can just get in the truck and steer it, I can push it. I'm like, and she's like, okay, I can do that. So I'm pushing the truck. And at this point I'm like going uphill. I can't push it any further. And somebody else comes out. It's uh, there's like a lawn, like, they sell like lawnmowers and stuff business like on the corner a guy mm-hmm. comes out he helps me push it into a parking spot and i'm like okay cool so i call the tow truck company i'm like hey you know my my truck's not working could you can i get it towed to the uh the place that works on my truck and i'm like okay cool while they're while they're coming i'm calling the auto shop and i'm like hey this is what's going on and they're like well we probably won't get to it till like later on in the week i'm like okay that's cool no problem it's got to get fixed regardless right mm-hmm. They come and pick me up. They drop me off at work. They drop the truck off at the uh, the mechanic. Around three o'clock that afternoon, the mechanic calls me. He's like, his name is Wendell. Hey Ray, how's it going? Good, Wendell. How how are you doing? It's like, did you guys get a chance to look at my truck? He's like, yeah. Um, we looked at it, and you just ran out of gas. <laughs> I'm just like, what? He's like, yeah. Your your tank was on empty. Your meter was saying zero miles to the gallon. So we put twenty five dollars. We put twenty five dollars of gas in it, and it cranked right up. And I'm like, you're kidding. And he's like, no. It just cranked right up. And he's like, but you do need a new battery. It's like you want to put a new battery in it. And I'm like, yeah. Go ahead and put a new battery in it. So. From wow. my, I don't know what I was thinking about when I was driving. I knew I had to get gas when I left the house and I just had a brain fart. So no lie. I was coming home from the Goodwill bins a couple months ago and that happened. I was yeah. on the highway. I looked down and it had just clicked from one mile left to zero. And I got off and just like coasted into a like baseball field parking lot and I had to sit there and wait for someone to bring gas. Oh man! I was so excited about the thrift. I, I forgot about gas. It's crazy. <clears throat> I want to know if anybody in the chats ever ran out of gas. I, for me, <clears throat> I felt like an idiot because I knew I had to get gas, and I just completely oh, forgot man. about it. And then I didn't even think about it. like I, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, "Oh man, I'm gonna have to put up like hundreds of dollars just to get my truck fixed." Mm-hmm. And luckily enough, it just needed. A- $25 in gas. So having my fuel pump go out going down Mont Eagle in college. So that was kind of scary. I had to coast down a freaking hill that was like steep incline, steep grade, freaking out. It's terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. So let's say let's say hi to some people in the chat. We have uh Luis, the calorie seller. He says hello. And we got we got Chris flip the world. He says cheater. If you guys don't know, Mike and Chris do do a live show. Is it every other week, uh, Mike? Yeah, it's every other week. And is it on a Sunday or is it on a Saturday? It's on Sunday. Sunday. So next week, 
you guys go on Chris's channel and then you can, you know, they do a, a similar situation here. I was, uh, I was texting or I was messaging Chris back and forth. I'm like, you should cue the uh, Brandy Monica boy is mine music. <laughs> I don't know if, I don't know if you know the song, Mike, you might be a little younger than me, but you know, I love that's one of our favorite songs. familiar. There you go. There you go. We have uh, Jesse with a gorgeous boutique. She says, hello. Uh, Native Thrift says community for the win. I have never seen an episode of community. So hmm. have you, has anybody else seen an episode nope. of community? No, I didn't even know no. that was a show. I thought he was talking about people helping you push your truck. Oh, well, <laughs> he's probably right. That's probably what he means. So we have Utah Bakingan. He said, what's up, guys? Good to see you, man. I'm glad you can join us today. A rural squirrel says, hey, guys. I like nice. that name. I like that name. Squirrel. Yeah, right? That's probably um, my favorite so far. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, WikiPix. Oh, now, wow. This is a group Thanks of resellers. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> dude. If you, got, if you guys have not followed him on TikTok, you need to because his stuff mm-hmm. is awesome. So uh, we have the flipping sports guy. He says, how's it going? And uh, all right, Mike. So, oh, here we go. The flipping sports guy says, I ran out of gas once right after I pulled out of the driveway on my way to the gas. Yep. It felt like me. That felt exactly like me. And then uh, WikiPix says, I have never ran out of gas. Thing I've never ran out of gas literally until last week. So it's embarrassing. I felt... I told when I was on the phone, I said, "Man, I feel like a dumbass." And, he, and then my my uh, the whole office just started like cracking up. So Zach says, "I ran out of gas in high school, and this pretty girl helped me push my car. It was the first girl I've ever brave enough to ask." Oh, nice! Let's go. That's hey, that's that's nice. Thanks, I had a three, nice. I had a three hundred dollar. POS breakdown on the side of the freeway. I took the plates off and walked away, never to be seen. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I guess at that point, I yeah. yeah. Oh, Brad's autographs. Oh, dude. Hey, how's it going? Glad you can stop by. Oh, nice. Uh, Thrift Native says, I'm knocking out the death pile while I'm watching. Thank you so much for doing that. Uh, You'll tackle death so, pile after two. <laughs> death pile. I like to call it my inventory reserve. Just, you know. That's what just I in like. case. There's just another lockdown. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, Mike, for yes. the people may not, that may not know you, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? I know that you have a pretty interesting story on how you became a reseller. So, if you can just kind of touch basis on that for everyone that may not know you, um, that would be great. Well, pretty much, I started by just selling random Pokemon cards. I got back into collecting Pokemon cards kind of late in life. And uh, I started selling Pokemon cards uh, on Instagram and stuff. And then I got brave enough to try out eBay for, you know, the things that I couldn't sell. Like, otherwise, I'm like, oh, branch out to a wider audience, I guess. Started selling on eBay, and I really enjoyed it. So I just started, like, in my spare time when I wasn't working at my full-time job, like, my full-time job at the time. uh, In my spare time, I was just picking random stuff that I had in the house. And selling it on eBay, like Funko Pops and action figures and like sports cards, Pokemon cards, just anything I could find around the house. And then, uh, yeah, I ended up like I did that for a little while, ended up falling on some ice and getting hurt. And uh, 
<coughs> sorry and then uh yeah I, I got surgery came back to work and was like i can't do this anymore and i was having like so much fun with reselling at the time i was making a decent amount of money i, w I wouldn't even say i was making like what i was making at my job whenever i went full time but i just just with the injury i kind of had to you know pick one or the other and i just picked the one that i liked the most so that's nice. pretty much it i love it man and um i think the ice is scared of you now you know i'm scared of the ice it started snowing <laughs> today and i'm like i'm getting in the house and i'm staying in there until further notice yeah. I, I can't that's slip great. again <laughs> that's great i go down hard <laughs> yeah I can only imagine what you said. So you first started transitioning from full-time reselling in August. So that, what is that like nine months, something like that? Or how long ago? So is that? I, uh, on July 1st of last year was my last like full-time day at my old, that was my not full-time, but that was my last like day of working a real job, July uh -huh. 1st of last year. So Nice. Okay. All right. We got um some people in the chat saying, uh, Chris says, how about them cowgirls tonight? <laughs> Crazy game. <laughs> Crazy game. Um, here we go. Henry or Hey Rach Disco says, did you get any of your Pokemon cards graded before selling them on eBay? I have an entire box of them. I'll be selling. Uh, most of them, actually. Most nice. of the cards that I bought, I kind of got graded just because it was so easy at the time i mean i think back then when i was doing it it was like a 60 day wait or something just for oh, like wow. a standard submission yeah so i mean you know i was waiting two months and it felt like two years but then yeah my last submission to psa because i just sent through psa mm -hmm. so uh my last psa submission it took the better part of a whole year and i was like that's it i'm done but luckily, I sent all my Charizards in in my last uh, submission, so oh, I was nice. able to sell those and make a nice like chunk of money, I guess. Like right as I got injured, it came. It like I got my surgery, and then three days after I came home, my PSA submission came back. So that pretty much paid for my whole surgery, and uh, you know, I had money while I was like stuck on the couch. Man, so awesome. couldn't happen any better. Perfect timing. Uh, Pedro says, "Did y'all move from move on from Give Me a Five? It's a great question. Uh, Dustin, would you like to answer that question? I wouldn't say we've moved on. It's uh, it's more of a uh, more of a little break, per se. A little break. Lately, Give Me Five, they've been putting out stuff, but this hasn't been that great, honestly. And Ben Day, we've been finding fire, you know, almost every week. Every it's week, been one week." where I think Ray didn't find anything. But other than that, I mean, it's been fire. Yeah. Now, let me preface by saying this. I didn't find I could have I could have bought things, but knowing I like a certain profit margin, you know, I have a lot of stuff as it is, so it's like we're getting to a point to where we're really picky about the things that we pick up. You know, like if it's something that sells quick and you can make over $10, you know, we're going to pick it up, but it like going to the Ben stores, we're getting to a point to where like, we're super picky, you know? And it's like, is mm -hmm. it worth even listing for us? You know, mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you think about that? Mike, do you, do you have I a think, certain, 
I have been super, I mean, I've been trying to like, you know, sell a lot because that's how I make my money. But at the same time, I just haven't been sourcing as much as I did last year. It's just been like, I've just been trying to make the most of what I already have. Um, uh, some family members have recently given me some stuff to sell. So I've just been, you know, experimenting with different inventory while trying to transition to only selling shoes. So it's like, I'm picky when I go thrifting, but like if people are cleaning out their house and like giving stuff away, I'll pretty much try to sell whatever, but I have been super picky at like the thrift stores recently. Mm-hmm. So uh, I can say, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of along the same. Sorry. I clicked Good. on the chat here and I couldn't get it. All right, there we go. Okay, sorry. Yeah, it's it's a little different on the phone. Um, yeah, I popped the question. chat up and I, I was like, I'm talking, but I can't see anything. Yeah, I finally got it off. I'm sorry. Fred's got a great question. He says, Mike, can you make money on TikTok? Yeah, you can. I I don't. I just I just like posting the videos. And that's where Chris is saying, Mike does it for the love of the community. It's in quotes, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so Glenn, the Swamp Picker, he says, hello, Ray and Dustin. Good to see you, Glenn. Um, just, uh, Fred, to kind of reiterate on that question, you can make money on TikTok once you get, you know, a certain point. You can get uh, monetized on there just like you do YouTube. And, of course, the majority of your money, if you're able to do brand deals and stuff like that, it's way better. And then it can just help you increase your brand in any way. So you can make money uh, mm-hmm. just like anything else. Um, so, I know Facebook is doing a new Reels program to yeah. you, where you can get money. So, mm-hmm. Mike, you got great videos, and I think you should. I think you might should jump on. Are that you on Facebook? I'm not, and we haven't discussed it. Dustin and I haven't discussed it, but that's something maybe we can look forward to do it. You know, yeah. and um, Reels. I mean, I don't see why not. Yeah, so it's the same. I'm just gonna repurpose the content. That's all. Yeah, I, that's all it is. So, all right. So, Mike. We've gotten to know you a little better, just a little bit. We found your, we got your origin story here of how mm-hmm. you became Mike Jiggly Thrift. And before we get into that, before we get into the next segment on the show, Jiggly Thrift, how did yeah. you come up with that name, Mike Jiggly Thrift? What's going on with that? I, I like, uh, I like thrifting and I like Pokemon. And uh, whenever I met my girlfriend and told her I like Pokemon, she said, "Oh, I like Jigglypuff." So I, I just, I was pretty much just sitting here one day and I, uh, I was like jiggly thrift and, uh, someone that I was like friends with back whenever I was like more into Pokemon, he actually drew like the jiggly thrift logo. So I'm like, I have a picture of like this picture of jiggly puff on my phone. You know, I'm like thrifting Pokemon, put it together. And uh, it, it just, it stuck. I, I wasn't sure if I was going to keep it whenever I first started. I'm like, I don't, people are probably going to think I'm weird, you know, but I, it seemed to catch on. I, I've got I like a few it. compliments on it. So I like it for sure. I like it for sure. Um, let's see here. We have Chris saying, he said, uh, we will eventually end up on OnlyFans. So there you go. For, for a small fee of, of, a month jiggly thrift will um show you his 
Pokemon. For 10 bucks, I'll, I'll do whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Uh, let's see. Swamp Baker says, you ever get noticed? You look like the guy on Lost in, uh, in High 50 or HI 50. I'm sure you get that oh, a lot. Yeah, I, I heard someone on Lost, I think, before. Mm-hmm. Pull, pull that back right. up. Pull the guy on uh, oh. shit. What is his name, Dustin? Do you know? I don't know. Look up Lost characters. <laughs> you know who? Have you ever watched that show, Mike? No, I've never watched it. Someone, someone uh, said that in a, in, a, in a TikTok comment, and I looked it up. I get people tell me I look like Chumley a lot. Uh, the wrestler Braun Strowman. Like, I, oh, I that's get, a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> I get Let's a lot it. of stuff. I, I don't. His name is Jorge Garcia. I think you look a little better than old Jorge, but I can see where people might notice that. You know, yeah, that boy, that boy is looking a little thick, uh, real thick. Actually. I am too. So I, I can see it. I see it. So, <laughs> all right. So before we get into the next segment on the show, guys, we did just drop a new YouTube video. We're doing a giveaway, so check out that video. Um, all the details are in the video, and I'm going to show you. We're going to be giving away this Commonwealth Picker Edaman plush on top of some other things. So go over to the YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button. Once we reach 3,000 subscribers, we're going to be giving this away at random. What do you think about that? You got one. You got one of these, Mike, don't you? I got a big one. You got a Ooh. big one. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Look at it that. It used to be a, like a golf club head cover, I think. Oh, okay. So everyone needs one of these. If you yeah. haven't already, everyone needs one of these. Oh, I so, might even Mike. toss in a $25 gift card for gas for your adventures. <laughs> we'll throw that we'll throw that in there, Dustin. I think that'll be a good that's a good um that's a good uh thing too. So Mike, are yes. you ready for the segment of the show? Overrated, underrated. Yes. All right, let's do it. So for the people that may not know, we're, a segment on the show is called Overrated, Underrated, where we're going to give Mike 10 different subjects, five being reselling related, five not being reselling related. And, Are you going to uh, give Mike, a shout out to Popping Off Toys? Have I given a shout out to Popping Off Toys? Yeah. I have not given oh. a shout out to Popping Off Toys. Uh-oh. So the sponsor of the podcast is none other than PoppingOffToys.com. The leading, the leading provider of Funko Pops. If you want to get Funko Pops, you can go over to poppingofftoys.com, use the code Nashville Flippers, and you'll receive 10% off your entire order. Mike, they just dropped the new Valentine edition Star Wars Funko Pops. You have Yoda, you have uh, Luke with Yoda, you have um, I think it's the Mandalorian. I mean, you got some good stuff there. They just they also just dropped the new the batman the new mm. batman movie funko pops oh, wow. if, you're, if you're into that yeah you just drop those selena kyle which is aka catwoman and then they just i saw this earlier too and i think i might have to scoop my wife some her favorite movie is beauty and the beast so i've never seen these before beauty and the beast funko pops <clears throat> hmm. look at that oh wow that's fantastic who wouldn't want that and if you use the code Nashville Flippers, you'll get 10% off. 
10%. Can't beat it. Let's get you it. You can't beat it. You can't beat it, guys. And I know it's really hard. Have you ever shipped any Funko Pops before, Mike? Yeah, I had a lot of Dragon Ball Z ones that I sold. And people are real particular. I had to get like custom made boxes for them because corners would get smushed and smashed. And I had to, you know, really put a lot of care. And I tried so hard to, you know, ship them first class. Sometimes they would make it, sometimes they wouldn't, just because, yeah, you had to put so much padding in there. Exactly. So, popping off toys, one of the good things from popping off toys is they're collectors. So, they know exactly how, how important it is to get those Funko Pops. So, their, their shipping methods are the best in the business. So, you're not going to worry about your Funko Pops coming in damaged. So, uh, Chris says, uh, I couldn't ever get one, so I just bought a real one and wrote fleet and marker. <laughs> oh, man. So, hey, that's, that's fantastic. So, <laughs> all right. So, let's move to overrated, underrated. Number one. I'll go first, Dustin. All right. the, and I know, um, Mike, before I start overrated, underrated, mm-hmm. I want to know, I know there's some of the stuff may be different from when you started till now. So that's kind of where we're going here. So overrated, underrated, number one, the Goodwill. The Goodwill? I think I said underrated last time just because I don't see a lot of, like, resellers shopping there. But I'm going to, like, I see a lot of, like, everyone on Instagram seems to have a savers around them. And like me, it's just strictly Goodwill. So um, I think I said underrated last time, but I'm going to go overrated. They've been uh, they've been hurting my feelings a little bit on shoe prices recently. Mm. I've been having to find some other like secret little thrift uh, stores. Yeah, Goodwill's been you know a little stingy with the shoes recently. Not putting what? a ton of new stuff out, pricing stuff real high. So I'm gonna what's say average, overrated. What's the average shoe price that you have at your Goodwill? Well, they just like right when I went full time, they had just changed it to. Six ninety nine for like flat price every shoe, mm-hmm. and it was great wow. for a while. And then, yeah, then certain Goodwills would like toss a ten dollar shoe in there, fourteen ninety nine dollar shoe, and then it's like, uh, it, and then they just kind of totally got away from the six ninety nine flat price, and they've just been marking everything. I don't know if they had like a surplus of shoes. <coughs> <coughs> I'm sorry. I don't know if they had like a surplus of shoes and they're like, all right, $6.99 for them all. And then once they were gone, you know, they were gone or what. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah. been, uh, I'd say right now, like the thrift stores I'm going to, I pay right around five to seven. That's what I try to keep my buy cost like $6 pretty much. Yeah, that's good. Because I know that Dustin picks up a lot of shoes at our Goodwill. I don't know. You always find the great shoes, Dustin. And I know every time I go there, the shoes that I think are worth that are worth money, they want like $19.99, $14.99. I'm just like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Where are the $4.99, $5.99 shoes that Dustin's finding all the time? Well, you know, half of, my, half of mine are 10 bucks, but I charge shipping on them and end up getting that money back. Yeah. That's good. I know here's a little bolo for you guys that I find all the time at the Goodwill. And I know I think they do it. Maybe they price their shoes by the weight or what they are. Like boots, of course, are going to be worth more than like light running shoes or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, 
all birds, great brand to look for. You know, you got to be careful because, you know, sometimes you'll get them taken down, of course. But usually my Goodwill, I'll find a pair of all birds for $4.99 to $5.99, and I'll price them real cheap and get them in and get them out. And they sell, like, yeah. within the day or two. So Yeah, they honestly don't look like much. I've never mm -hmm. found a pair. I, I keep finding the, uh, what I think, like, Faded Glory, like, Walmart edition or whatever oh, it is. That's funny. So That's funny. Oh, got a hot, shout out to Faded Glory, and uh, yeah. what's up, the Walmart brand? I don't even... George. Oh, George! Hey, don't sleep on George. Don't sleep on George, a Walmart yeah. brand for for wearing at least. Uh, hey, Rach Disco says I've been selling Epcot 35th anniversary Figment Funko Pops on my eBay, and I've you and I have used a box twice as big. LOL. Lots of air packs and bubble wrap. I'm so scared about shipping them. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's tough. It's tough. So if you want yeah. to purchase the stuff for yourself, go to poppingofftoys.com. But I wanted to, uh, we we're talking about savers, Mike. Mm -hmm. I keep the same thing. I look at people in their Instagrams and they're in savers and they have a wall full of these bags of toys. Yeah. And I'm just like, bro, I would like, yeah. my head would literally explode mm -hmm. if I saw those grab bags like that. Yeah. Like, like my crazy. goodwill, like the goodwills in my area for the grab bags, they'll do like, I guess it's like specials of the day. Like they'll hang them up like first thing. And then once they sell, it's like they're gone. There's mm -hmm. no like grab bag walls. Yeah. So that, that's my, it's like the best value. You can get like a golf ball, a flashlight and like a $300 action figure in one bag. You know, it's just. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. We need grab bags. We need yeah. a like a, a hat that says "Bring back, make make grab bags great again" or something like that. <laughs> you know, we have Adam exploits. He's he comes to join us. Good to see you, Adam. We're actually going to have Adam next week on the okay. podcast. So if you guys go check out his channel, Adam exploits. So next one up, overrated, underrated, number two, Mike. Yep. Number two, Monopoly. Monopoly. Yep, it's overrated. The, the game never ends. It's not even fun. Like it's only fun, like by the time you have it all set up and all the money passed out. Like it, I don't even want to play anymore. I just want to look at the yeah. board. It is extremely <laughs> overrated. There you go. Got that right. <laughs> great, great. I answer. feel very strongly about Monopoly. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let us know in the chat, guys, if you think that any of these, in your opinion, if they're overrated, underrated. Um, yeah, I just think of so many other board games that I'd rather be playing than Monopoly. Like Dustin and I, literally, when we were still lit, when I was still living at my parents' house, and his, his my sister, his wife now, was living there too. And Dustin would just he would just be there, right? It's one of those things, right? Yeah, was there. Literally every night for what four or five months, we played Settlers mm -hmm. of Catan. Yep. Have you ever played Settlers of Catan, Mike? No. Oh, it's oh. so fun. You're missing it's out. So great. It's Sorry, so great. The plow truck's driving by if you hear anything. The plow, it's a uh, Homer Simpson, Mr. Plow truck <laughs> moving by. <laughs> Just drove by doing about 40. I hope he didn't hit my car. Oh, snap. <laughs> snap. All right. So Rachel says, Hi, friends. Good to see you, Rachel. If you guys uh, haven't checked out Rachel Strickland's YouTube channel, make sure to check her out. She's got some great stuff on there. She also says, Monopoly is a 46 day long game. See, Sellers of Catan is pretty long, also, but it's pretty legit. Wouldn't you say, it's actually, Dustin? It's actually fun. It's fun. Yeah. Yep. It's 
uh, I can't think of it sure. like any board games I really ever played. Like I don't. It's just not my thing. I like Uno. Uno is pretty good, but that's Uno? not a board okay. game. Well, if we ever get together, Mike, if for some reason Dustin and I, I don't know, plan a Nashville reseller meetup, you know, we get together, we can all play Settlers of Catan on here. I think that would be fun. There we go. So, so Adam says he's having uh, Adam Pittsburgh picks on his show this Wednesday. So check that out for sure. We have Meg. It's hey, me. It's Meg Sells. If you haven't checked her out, guys, make sure you do that on Instagram and on TikTok. She's absolutely awesome. I think Monopoly is underrated mainly. Oh, that's a hot take, Zach. Hot take. Mainly because of what it teaches about owning real estate, LOL. But yes, it's a long game. See, Sellers of Catan is kind of the same thing. You know, you can buy and trade uh, goods and stuff like that. So <laughs> Chris says uh, uh, Monopoly teaches you, you greed always wins. That's funny. All right. So let's move on. Overrated, underrated, Mike, and this is a good one I want to put on here. Storage units to keep your inventory in. Um, I have a storage unit, so, uh, like, I don't know. I kind of want to say overrated. It's like you're paying for another place for your stuff to live. Like you have to pay for a place for you to live and then a place for your stuff to live. So I'm going to say overrated just because I just paid my storage unit fee, uh -huh. but underrated for the fact that you can get your work out of the house, you know? Mm, so that's a good point. I don't enjoy paying for it, but you know what? I'm going to say underrated. I think, okay. Okay. You know, because it's nice sometimes to go away, like not go away, but like get away to my storage unit and organize stuff and, you know, bend and twist shoes, make sure they're not dry rotted, you know, make sure my inventory is up to par. So it's nice to uh, sometimes get out of the house and work. And it's nice to have like my work out of the house for the most mm -hmm. part. So That's I'm going to say point. underrated, I guess. That's a great point. Um, would you ever think of like, I know that you live, I think you live in an apartment building. Um, yeah. would you ever consider maybe like, uh, getting like, uh, once you live in a home, maybe like a garage or a shed or anything to keep your inventory? I would love to have a shed. I, I really enjoy how Commonwealth picker very lucky getting to meet him by the way. Yeah, man. He was fun. Uh, I really like how his shed is set up. It gives you a very like, you know, nice feeling like everything's there nothing's out of place like the tape guns always here the boxes are always here that's the hard part of having like a an apartment you know i have to yeah. go around and gather everything mm -hmm. and then come to the dining room table and pack my orders so gotcha gotcha i'd love to have a shed one day goals goals chris is saying too how does one scale without one which is a great question or a great response to the overrated underrated and like you said, if you have a lot of stuff, there's mm -hmm. no, you have no choice but to get a storage unit, or multiple storage units. Yeah. But uh, I mean, if you have, if you, if you have the ability to have a large property to put sheds, that would be another way to put your inventory. But like mm -hmm. you were saying, Mike, to live with your inventory constantly would be terrible. I yeah. think that would be terrible. Mm -hmm. Like Dustin and I both have, we both have garages, so we can get it out there you know what i mean just like not mm -hmm. look at it unless it's like sitting in our offices waiting to get listed you yeah. know what i mean so exactly uh 
Let's see. Adam says, and yeah, I do. I just remember this too, Adam. He says the 30th raid, just double checking our messages. Yes, sir. It is the 30th uh, that he will be on, on the podcast. So uh, thrift native says storage units are properly rated because it's dependent on your situation. My friend has a unit that doubles as storage and a place to take pictures. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you, you, do you, you don't take your pictures in your storage unit, do you? If I have like, no, I don't. But if I have like something bigger, like a piece of furniture or golf clubs or something, I will store that, like picture it at the storage unit and then just put it right into storage. But everything else gets pictured at home and then taken down to the storage unit. Because I don't have, I mean, like there's no light or anything inside of the storage unit. So it's like dark in the morning and then Uh. like it's right up against the climate controlled uh, units. So one side of it's warm, one side of it's super cold. So it's just not like the best working environment all the time, but you know, I'll go there and like straighten stuff up. So I will like do work there, but never listing work. Gotcha. 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 That's good to know. Rachel just says she got a ching random photo of a woman in the fifties, $10 plus shipping. That's crazy. What well, I'm I'm curious to know what you like what the listing title was for that. Yeah. I can't remember what is that called, Mike? Do you know like old uh letters and documents? What like is that ephemera called? or something? Ephemera, that's what it is. Ephemera. I feel like that's really big. A lot of people buy ephemera. I don't know why, but they do. Um yeah, so, I don't know why either. You gotta handle yeah. it real. Exactly. Uh Swamp Baker says bye. I have to go. Uh good to see you. Thanks for stopping, Thanks for stopping by. by. It's Glenn. Uh, Marie is in the building. Good to see you, Marie. Hello. Glad that you can join us. Uh, Rachel says, I live with my inventory, but the sneakers understand me. So they, I, I, that's hilarious. <laughs> I think that's so funny. And we have random chicks, pick, random chick picker. It says, Hey guys, glad to make it live. I'm glad that you're here. Good to see you for sure. Um, let's see here. Chris says, um, yep, have two light boxes, one of our units. We clean our shoes at home and then move tubs to unit. Oh, nice. That's that's good. I'm 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 like really curious of the whole storage unit thing, how that really works for a lot of people. So let's see here. Rachel says title was found photo woman, pretty girl, portrait, 50s black white Judy school. Huh. That's interesting. And yeah. it's sold $10 for the shipping. So that's it hilarious. On eBay. Exactly. Uh, Thrift Native wants to know, Mike, do you really think that Taco Bell sauce packets are legit sales? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, did you see my TikTok that I made the other day? Someone was asking a question. I haven't about... seen it. What? I haven't seen it. I'm sure uh, Thrift Native has seen it. Okay. So I made a TikTok about, like, someone was asking about an air sauce packet that they had. It didn't have any sauce, just had air in it. And they're like, do you think I could get anything for it? So I looked on eBay and people sell like lots of like a hundred packets of sauce for like $20, $30. Like, I don't know why, but I mean, like if they were fake sales, I feel like they'd be a lot more like the black diamond VHS tapes that sell for $1,500, you know? Like, that's what I think when I think fake sales. I don't think, like, $20 for a sauce packet, you know? 
It's crazy. And is it the Diablo? I know the Diablo sauce. They don't sell that. Do they give that away anymore? I don't know. The the ones yeah. that I saw, someone sold a like thirty five packs of fire sauce for twenty dollars, and then a hundred hot sauces for thirty three ninety nine, free shipping. Those those were like the two, like the most legit looking listings that I found. Hmm. So you never so know, guys. Fun. Things sell. Things sell. Get, get free inventory at Taco Bell. Never have to source again. <laughs> There you go. AKA AKA immediately drives to Taco Bell and asks for extra sauce. Extra, extra sauce. Extra, extra sauce. I really like the sauce. Oh, (laughs) this is a great point by Chris. It's because they put messages on them like, will you marry me? And I do, which sold as a set. That's a great point. Great point. Here we go. Tighten up. Tighten up, baby. Next week. We still know it looks like the Bengals will be playing the Bengals. So yeah, all right, let's move on. Number Elijah four, Harris overrated, underrated. Number four, 50 cent. 50 cent. Yeah. The the rapper. So he is he, he was like I, I loved him whenever I was a kid. Like whenever that what was that album, Get Rich or Die Trying or something yeah. like that. Yeah within the club on it like that yep. that cd i listened to it until it didn't play anymore like i you know i had so many cd players that i'd hold like this and just listen to 50 cent and you know he was great but now i don't i don't even know what he does he just like goes on instagram and you know picks fights with people or something i don't know i, I don't know yes I, I know he has a ton of money so I, mm-hmm. i'm gonna say he's overrated now okay okay I know when I was working on the list, I, I text us and I'm like, man, you need to listen to some 50 cent. Yeah. And he's like, why? And I'm like, that's going to be one of the things on the list. And, he, and it was like, his music is great. You know, it's yeah. like those first two albums. And then I don't know, after that, he kind of fell off. Yeah. But the G unit album was really good too. Yeah. So I, but I know he owned the brand vitamin water for a long time and then sold mm-hmm. it to Coca-Cola. So I think that's where he made. Yeah. I know he has money. a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the G unit shoes that they used to have? Oh yeah. Oh my god. I wanted those so bad. The ones with like the spinners on the side, the, the rims. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I'm curious. I'm curious, Mike. You've you've uh G unit shoes. I'm just curious to know. And then Reebok made like G unit shoes as well. I'm just curious to know what a pair of G unit shoes sells for nowadays. This could be a bolo segment of the show, aka G unit shoes. So, oh look, Reebok G unit shoes, forty nine ninety nine. Well, that was in bids eighty nine ninety nine, hundred and seventy dollars. There's no way, forty nine dollars, ninety dollars, two thirty two at bids, guys. Wow. G unit. It's the G Reebok G6 G unit men's retro size 11. The oh, there's oh, those are crispy. Wow. So there you have it, guys. G unit sneakers, a bolo for today. G unit sneakers. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Yeah. So let's see here. Uh, 
Here we go. Uh, you shouldn't throw stones if you live in glass houses. If you glass jaw, you should watch your mouth because I'll break your face. It's yep. one of the hard. <laughs> there you go. He, he he got it, baby. He got it. We have uh Chris, the Cajun reseller. What's going on, Chris? Glad you glad you can make it, brother. Uh, the video game they put out, Get Rich or Die Trying, was actually a fun. Oh man, I forgot they had a video game too. Was he in the video game? Uh. Death Jam, isn't it Death Jam Vendetta? The fighting, yeah. I don't think he was in that game. Okay, I didn't know if he was or not. I know that I know that that game is worth a ton of money if you can find yeah. it. Yeah, that was a good so, game, too. I've never I never got the chance to play it, and I kind of want to play it now, but unless I want to spend like 200 bucks to play the game, I'll yeah, it's too expensive it. now. Yeah, so all right, so let's move on. Overrated, underrated, number five. Thermal printers, Mike. I'm gonna say extreme, well, appropriately rated. It seems like everyone's kind of on the same page with them. Everyone seems to like them, and I agree. I mean, before I got my thermal printer, I used to take every single package to the post office oh. with the handwritten address on it and pay their full, like, ridiculous price. Like, I, I've saved so much money with a thermal printer. I, I uh, and I don't even have a computer. I had to buy like a pretty expensive one to uh, connect up to my phone. So, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I paid like I think four hundred dollars for mine or something. Wow. I don't. So yeah, I don't know if that's a lot or what. I thought it was a lot, but I, it is a lot. I don't I know. I don't regret Ro that purchase. What's that? Rolo just put out their Bluetooth enabled one, but I have no clue what it cost. Yeah. So. Mine's a brother brand printer, so okay, it's not bad. Okay, nice, nice. So let's move on. Oh, number six, overrated, underrated. Number six, Logan Paul. I'm gonna say underrated. He okay. has a ton of money and a ton of time on his hands. I don't know why people don't think that he could be a good boxer. I mean. I mean, I, I think – I don't really think he's buying the fights. I, I don't know. I think he's actually putting a lot of time into it, you know. Nice. Now, I, is I that think, is that his brother that you're referring to or are you referring to Logan? Oh, that's Jake Paul. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Logan Paul, yeah, I guess overrated because I don't even know who he is. I'm thinking it's his brother. <laughs> <laughs> it is his brother. Well, you know, uh, the reason why I wanted to bring this up if you don't know, I know you collect Pokemon cards, Mike, but he's, you know, he just purchased the infamous $3.5 million case mm -hmm. of first edition Pokemon cards, which later he found out that they were fake. G.I. Joe cards. G.I. Joe cards, baby. Okay, you so. know, okay. I don't know why I got him confused because I, I was just talking to you the other day about Logan Paul. But I don't know what I saw today that made me immediately think Jake Paul. But yeah, that's crazy. Three point five million. Like, what happens now? Like, does he get his money back, or does he's got to get his money back? Yeah, I think he he's gets got his to. Money back. He's got to. Does he I got have, duped. That's yeah. crazy. He got. I'm going to say. I'll say he's underrated then, because because you know that he had to be pretty brave to just put three point five million dollars out there. That's you know. I'll say underrated. I like him. Okay. Nice. Uh, Thrift Native, he says uh, underrated. He's the white boy Kardashian of marketing. Boxing <laughs> is just a play to market his. Hey, 
he's a I think he's a brilliant marketer as well. Which he Thrift Native brings up a good point. He says, uh, I think he knew that they were fake, another marketing play, which I don't know what kind of YouTube money he's bringing in, but could you imagine if he didn't know it was fake? And which here's the thing though, and the company, if you saw the video, the company that I guess what what was it like um certified the box? Yeah, that's what I didn't understand either. Yeah. So the company that certified the box and basically said that it was legit was there yeah. to open the box. And of course it was fake. So let's say for, for instance, that he did know it was fake and everyone was in on it. Feel so bad for that company. Cause now they're like a joke, you know, it's yeah. like, they're gonna, they're gonna lose like thousands, if not thousands of dollars from people yeah, not buying and selling their stuff. All the stuff they probably authenticated, you know, all these people probably don't, believe it now you know that's exactly yeah, that's terrible it's terrible They're offering you 50 off authentications now so just to help get their money back it's wild it's wild all right so let's move on over and underrated number seven mike the goodwill bins extremely underrated it's a it's a stressful time going okay. to the bins i don't particularly enjoy it but like whenever i leave with everything like eight nine hundred dollars worth of potential profit for spending like fifty five dollars it's just it, it's unmatched I, I love the goodwill bins but i do get in a lot of bin. trouble buying like a lot of junk there like oh this okay. is really light i should just buy it even uh -huh. if it sells for five dollars so that that happens a lot i have to really you know work on my willpower i guess to just mm -hmm. only look for what i should be looking for i guess so nice. extremely nice. underrated that's probably my favorite place to source even okay. if it does nice. stress me out nice i know what what are some good strategies that you that you have to go in, in the goodwill bins are you the person that stays there all day like are you going for the new bins are you laying low getting some getting some uh bins that have already been there like what's your strategy i'll usually stay like an hour really until okay. i start sweating real good yeah i'll usually oh. stay like an hour this and, guy uh, you have something in common with this guy right here <laughs> yeah i get sweaty real quick <laughs> but uh yeah i'll usually stay like an hour and i am not i don't like people touching me i don't like people near me I stay far away from everyone. Like, I, I don't, you know, because uh, people are crazy at the bins. You can be picking up a pair of pants and you'll have like a TV rolling across your knuckles. Like, it's, you know, it, it's, you know, I, I stay away from everyone. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. All right. So let's move on to number eight overrated, underrated, Dustin. French dips, the sandwich. I've never had one. You've never had a French dip? No, but I, I typically then. don't care for soggy bread, so I'm going to say uh, okay, overrated. I'm gonna okay, say overrated. Nice. You don't want to take the sandwich, dip it in that au jus sauce, and take a big bite of that sucker? No. No? no don't I have like to that. be careful what I eat. Like If anything drips, it will get uh, in my beard and stay facts. there for facts. a long time. Yeah. Facts. 
Let's see here. Random chick picker says been to the bins one time, none in my area, but I will be driving to Nashville soon to go. There's two here. So, so let me know when you do, we can meet up and uh, go to the bins. Uh, Thrift Nata says French dips is underrated. It's so good. It's true. So, Hey, you might be missing out, Mike. I might be. So, Okay, next next one up, overrated, underrated, Mike. Number nine, tape dispensers. Tape dispensers? Like to tape resell? Dis- no, just uh, to use as a tool, you know, anything like that. Okay, so I like having a tape gun. I do not have a tape dispenser. I don't think I'll ever get a tape dispenser. But What do you um, mean by I've a tape s- gun? What's that? What do you mean? Like, what's a tape gun? It's like one of the things you, you hold and like Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, that's what I mean by tape dispenser. You know, oh, like a tape gun. Yeah. Okay. So if you mean tape gun, I will say uh just like thermal printer, like appropriately rated. Like it's something I think every reseller should have. Um I used to I remember going to Walmart and getting like one roll of tape just when I first started, like uh-huh. ripping individual pieces and you know, putting it on the box, but with the tape gun, it's just, it's so easy. I think every reseller should have one there. And I think every reseller does have one. So I'll say appropriately rated. Okay. I don't know if I'm a moron, but every time I use my tape gun, it always gets jammed up and I spend more time trying to fix it than just tearing the tape. So I think I got to get a better one. If not, like maybe like a better dispenser. I don't know how you feel, Dustin. Let me know how you I feel about the, that. Uh, get the good one from our local mailbox place, the three-inch one. It's money. Okay. I might have to get that one. Marie says, I want a big tape dispenser. The damn tape gun cuts me every time. See, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just a certain brand. Maybe I got to get like a industrial like. Got to one or i don't know mine's, made, like mine's metal and everything mm. Mm. see the one i have is plastic so i think i might have to get a better one so you're messing so, up i know all right overrated underrated number 10 dustin number 10 toad the mario character i'm gonna say underrated okay shout out to toad. character in mario kart whenever i go to dave and buster's pick them pretty much every time <laughs> nice so underrated let's go so i know now i don't know my wife is like super good at mario's 64 and they recently re-released the same game on the nintendo switch you can play it online i'm just like oh i'm gonna school you with in this game i feel like they made it harder like it's a struggle for me just to get third place really on the switch i don't know what it is if we're playing mario like mario kart 8 like the new one on the switch i'm tearing it up man i'm going online i'm 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 facing people in japan and i get at least top three you know but if i'm playing 64-bit mario kart i'm in the back of the line you know i don't know what the heck is going on i feel like it's a lot harder so lost a step lost a step i sure did son of las vegas this is popping in from a baby shower to say what's up coochie okay good to see you man Baby shower, okay. Aloha, fam. Good to see you, Sonny. Glad. Hey, Sonny just had a get this, guys. A twelve-hour live stream last Thursday. That was crazy. He was on live for twelve hours. Oh wow! So, 
I don't even think I'm up 12 hours on a normal day. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, Mike, there you go. That's the that concludes our segment of the show. Overrated, underrated. Thank you so much for playing. That wasn't that bad, was it? No, I enjoyed myself. That's I there love that. Go. There you it's go. It's a fun guys. game. Yeah, there you go. So, guys, um, make sure if you haven't already um subscribe to Mike's on TikTok, on his Instagram, on uh he has two live shows, one with Thrifter Sifter. One with Chris with Flip the World. Make sure you check those out. And if you haven't already subscribed to our channel, the Nashville Flip Flippers, do so because at 3K, we, we are going to be doing a giveaway. So I hope that you guys do that as well. So if you want to support the channel or if you want to support us, Dustin, Dustin, myself, the best way to support that is by going over to our merch store and purchasing some fantastic looking merch. Um, I'm currently working on the new shirt for spring we got something really good cooking in the books so uh you guys will be able to see that probably uh next month so that'll be really cool but if you guys want to purchase anything from the merch store go 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 down in the description below and uh you'll be able to um check that out so mike we have since you've been since the first time that you've been on the show we transitioned into a new segment on the show called skip or flip we're going to show you three things we're just going to show you the pictures and if you were to find these at the thrift store at the goodwill bins at the garage sale would you be skipping or would you would you be flipping so and i want to know everyone's opinion in the chat if you're going to be skipping or flipping so are you ready i'm ready all right let's do it dustin are you ready i am let's go all right so the first one here this is a good one. All right. Are you skipping or are you flipping, Mike? For the people that may be listening to this on the podcast, I am currently showing Mike a video game. It is Madden 09 for the original Xbox. It's got Brett Favre, uh, Brett Favre on the cover. It is a, I believe it's complete complete it's got the instructions it's got the game the disc is super crispy so mike if you see this at a yard sale garage sale goodwill what are you doing are you skipping or are you flipping i'd say i'd say skip just because it's a sports game and they don't usually hold much value just because there's a new one every year but okay. i know there's a few games that hold like value because of you know they maybe didn't make the game anymore like ncaa 14 or like if someone special is on the cover, I, I'm going to say skip. Like if I saw that, I would honestly just walk right by it. Okay. What about you, Dustin? You skipping or you flipping? I'm skipping so fast. Skipping so fast. All right. We have Marie saying she's flipping. We have our boy, Miss Al Diggs. He's in the building. He says, skip that junk. Uh, <laughs> Madden did just pass away. So RIP Madden. Shout out to Coach Madden. So tell me, so you, you said a lot of sports games, you know, you're not picking it up. What about you, Dustin? Like, what's the reason you're skipping here? It's Madden. I mean, they made millions of copies of those, and they just didn't stop making them. Okay. Like right. Mike said, with uh, NCAA 14, 14 and 13 are the ones you want to look for. Because those sell for pretty good money. Okay. Wait, was Mike. there even an was original Xbox around in 2009? Yeah. 
Yeah, 2005 was the release of the 360. 2005? Right, Dustin? 2005? 2005, yep. All right. So Mike just brought up a great point. So this actually sold for $49.95. Um, the reason why this sold for so much is because, like to Mike's point, this was the last Madden game that came out for the original Xbox. So the Xbox 360 was already out. So, and th- this is a good this is a good tip for everyone. The last sports games for every console; those are usually worth more for that console. Now, the Madden 09 for the 360, it's not worth anything. The yeah. Madden 09 for the original Xbox is worth some money, especially because this particular cover, Brett Favre was actually retired, and then he came back and played for the Jets. So there's a, actually, this is the first cover that released for that game. They re-released the cover with him wearing the Jets uniform. So uh, there you go. There you go. So for example. Yeah, something also, definitely looked off about it. I, I knew. Yeah. You got a good eye, Mike. For example, Breath of the Wild for the Nintendo U for the Nintendo Wii U is worth yeah. a pretty good amount of money. Because I think that was like one of the last games that released for the Nintendo Wii U. So all right. So let's move on. Skip or flip, Mike. So what do you think about that first one? I, I mean, that was a challenge because I would have definitely like I said, like a hundred percent honest, I would have walked right by that. I, I mean I could have seen it, you know, two, three times out at Goodwill, but I, you know, I'd walk by it every single time. There you go. Probably you go. even that's still now. I, I might be on the lookout for it a little harder, though. There you that's, go. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next one up Skip or Flip, Mike. All right. So, for the people that are listening, we are looking at a Pokemon card. This is a Charizard Full Art V. It is graded a PSA 10, which is the best grade that you can get for a Pokemon card. What set is that from? Darkness of Blaze? Darkness of Blaze. I think it's Darkness of Blaze. I'd say, like, if I pulled that from a pack, I don't think I'd send it to PSA. I mean, I don't, what, did that go for maybe $110, I'd say? I don't know. I'd skip. You skip? All right. What are you like, doing? I would Dustin? never send that card to PSA. I'm right there with them. I'm skipping. You skip them? You're skipping? Mm-hmm. But it's a PSA yeah. 10. What do you think, yeah. Mike? Charizard. I'm saying $110 max on that. Out of that right. set, the, v, the Charizard V Max was the one to look for. Okay. So people are saying, uh, Crystal Bear is saying skipping. She says, wait, I won. I won one. What? I don't know what that means. Uh, skip ish. I don't know. So this yeah. is a perfect grade. So, um, so what do you think, guys? Skip or flip? You're both skipping. So what about if you find it at a yard sale? Let's say they want thirty bucks for it. You picking it up or are you dropping it? Oh yeah, yeah. If I found that for thirty dollars, I'd pick it up. I'd probably pay up to $50 for it because even if I couldn't make much of a profit, I still have a PSA 10 Charizard. So okay. I'd probably pay up to $50 for it. What about you? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, if it was ungraded, no, but yeah, with it being a graded one. All right. So 
here we have this one sold for $31. Yep. Oh, wow. 40 bucks. Was that an auction or was that buy it now? Yeah, auction. One bid. So they they all range. I made sure they all range the same. So, guys, just so you know, a lot of these Charizard cards, they're not all built the same. You know, like this one, like Mike was saying, this is a very common car that you would get out of this set. Someone just luckily got it for graded a, a 10. And um, it's still not worth a lot because people don't want this card. Like, why would yeah. you want it? You know, so it still looks pretty nice, though. It's nice. It's a nice card. But like you said, it's only going for 30. It costs $25 just to get it graded, you know? So yeah. it's like, what are you doing? You know? So yeah. Marie says the Xbox game Ray 50 is good. It's good. 50 is good. Tight or is it right? right? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So 50 is good because it's like a sports game, you know? So, all right. Next one up. And last one we have here, Mike overrated, underrated. Or excuse me, uh, skip or flip. Let's see, what are you doing here, Mike? Oh man, I, I put the wrong thing on here. Oh, give me a sec. Give me a sec. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. NB. Oh. Can't say it out loud because then you know you're gonna know what it is, right? Mm -hmm. All right, are you skipping or flipping, Mike? Here we go. I'm nervous for the last one. Let me know. Let me know, guys. Let me know, everyone in the chat. Why didn't that pull up? Here we go. There it goes. Let's see here. All right. NBA Elite 11 for the PS3. Are you skipping or are you flipping? For the PlayStation I 3. I think flipping because I, I, I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't even know that was a game. It's got um Kevin Durant and Oklahoma City Thunder jersey on the front cover. It's complete. It's got the uh the game. NBA NBA Jam um, promotional items in there. So, what are you doing, Dustin? You skipping or you flipping? Hmm. See, I've never heard of it. Yeah, I never heard of it. I'll just say flip, just because. Yep. Oh wow! You ruined it. You ruined okay. it. Right? <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> flipping. Flipping. What? So I don't know how good. I don't know. Yeah, that's ten thousand. The the so this guy's what was it? I don't even know. NBA Elite Eleven. This is the rarest, the rarest sports game that you can you can buy. Period. Yeah, I'd say so. Ten thousand dollars. This is the rarest one I that you can. Bought that back in two thousand eleven. Well, here's the thing. Here's the reason why it's so rare. Because it's one of the rarest sports games that you can buy. Um, just the game alone or like the case and stuff, it sells for a ton of money. So what happened was, is they were going to release this game. Um, the game is completely unplayable. It's got so much bugs. Like they didn't even bother to fix it. Mm -hmm. And so the game never released. But because at 
GameStop, you could pre-order the game and they got the game early. So they were given out to the people that pre-ordered the game. Mm-hmm. So this is a game that never even released and there is some still out there and they're worth a ton of money. I mean, there's the infamous, I mean, there's suit like there's glitches everywhere on this game and just the box is worth a ton of money. If you can find the game, it's worth a ton of money. So if you're at the thrift store, if you're at Goodwill, <laughs> if you're at a garage sale and you find this game, wow, it's in, it's worth thousands of dollars. So that's insane. There you have it. What do you think about that, Mike? If I sold something for $10,000, I would buy a good pair of shoes and walk it to the customer. Like I, I wouldn't even walk it. No yeah. risk. Like that's, love it. that's crazy. That's it is crazy. Land Shark was saying that's new sealed. No, that is used 10 grand. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see here. Uh, Let's see. Hope to find it. Flip it for sure. Oh man, if you find it, it's it's a game changer. Yep, I said suck at this game. Uh, what's up, uh, Juli- Mexican picker? He's in the building. Landshark says, "Wow, that's worth the price of admission for the show." Yeah, there you go. Uh, what's up, Nashville Flippers? Just drop by and say hey. Good to see you, Drew. Glad you can stop by and say hey. So yeah, guys, if you see, so this, what, what have we learned today, Mike? From skip, skip or flip. Uh, some sports games can be worth uh, a ridiculous amount of money, mm-hmm. and not every uh, Charizard is created equal. That's there what I learned go. today. There you go. I'm currently working on a YouTube video of the top ten sports games that you should be looking for out in the wild. So stay tuned for that because yeah. not all sports games are built the same. So. All right, so that concludes our segment of the show, Skip or Flip. So thank you so much for playing, um, Mike. So, Mike, I know that you've been, you know, we're at an hour, so we mm-hmm. got a couple more questions for you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Again, if you guys have not already subscribed to his YouTube channel, or I'm sorry, his Instagram, his TikTok, at Jiggly Thrift. He's got two um, live shows, one with Flip the World Chris, and one with um, um, Matt Thrifter Sifter. What are the dates? What are the days that you do those, uh, Mike? So everyone knows. So uh, me and Chris, we we uh, had planned uh, every other week we do the show, mm-hmm. but we've been talking a lot about it. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's going to be an every week thing here soon. If we're going to keep it every other week, and then. Uh, with with thrifter sifter it's uh we've been doing like pre-recorded uh shows with the guests so it's just been like whenever it's the like we have a day set like it's you know sometimes friday sometimes sunday like earlier in the day um but you know it's just pretty much when it's the most convenient for everyone we sit down for like an hour or so and record so that one's not like, you know, like a set schedule, like live mm. show. That's just, you know, like no stress. Get to learn about yeah. other resellers. That's great. And you can find those on uh, Matt's channel, right? The Thrifter Shifter yeah. YouTube channel. Perfect. So go check that out for sure, guys. And again, if you haven't subscribed to our channel, 
the Nashville Flippers, do us a favor and subscribe. We're trying to give out some prizes at three three K, guys. We're gonna pick random Guess winners hard. on the live stream once we hit three thousand subscribers. Hey, you never know. I could we can find NBA Elite 2011 at the thrift store and we might give it away, right, Dustin? <laughs> I ain't giving that away. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Let's see here. Mexican Picker says, uh, speaking of sports games, just sold this weekend NCAA football 2014 ps3 for 145 on my wow that's the one to look for I, yeah and i don't know if the 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 market on that may ex, like burst if they end up making a new video game because i know that with the new wow. nil rules they may come up with the new video game like all that stuff so it may not be you worth anything in two years i've seen do. everything from like 90 all the way up to yeah like 150 for that game i still haven't come across it but you know it sells for a ton of money for a reason you know it's mm-hmm. not easy to find yeah it's the last so. game for those consoles so it's true i think it's still go for pretty good money yeah i know too that um you can go online and download the rosters for the current players on those games and then and upload them Somehow, I don't know, but you can do that. So Rachel's back, and she says, don't forget to hit the thumbs up. Thank you so much, Rachel, for that. So, Mike, yes, let's talk about you've been reselling. You finally went full-time reselling, which is amazing. So let us know some of the struggles, some of the things that you might have been going through during that transition and where you are now. Maybe some tips that you may have for people that are, like, what are some of the, the things that you learned from, you know, if you were, if you were to go back in time and tell Mike, Mike, you need to do this. Cause it's going to be a lot easier. Like, what would you tell yourself, you know, nine, nine months ago? Um, I guess I'd tell myself, uh, to go full time sooner. Mm. I just thought of, you know, whenever I was at, you know, not going to say perfect health, but before I fell and injured myself, I I was, you know, reselling. And, you know, I was just telling myself for every sale that I made, you know, I just, you know, it's great, but I got to go back to work the next day. I just tell myself like all of the like negative things that could happen if I quit my real job, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, and, and so far, none of those, bad things that I thought were going to happen have happened. I mean, uh, you know, the, like the health insurance was a big stressor and I had that figured out two days after, you know, I, I left my job, you know, like it was just, it, it's not as bad as you're going to, as you think, I guess. Uh, if I could go back, I, I would have probably, you know, left sooner. That's good. And, you know, I tell people, you know, of course, Dustin and I always talk about this. Have a plan before you go full time, of course. Make yeah. sure you know, you know, what your expenses are and then what you need to do, all that's good stuff, like I'm sure you were doing. But yeah. um, you know, bet on yourself. You know, you if if it didn't work out, you can always go back to your old job or find a job. You know, you mm-hmm. just never know until you try it. Yeah. So um believe in yourself, of course, and, um, reach, reach for the stars, baby. That's my motivational speech for today. But, um, 
but that's awesome. What about some practical things that you, that you would tell yourself? You know, like shipping, um, listing, just little tips and tricks that you might have told yourself when you first got started. I didn't even have a thermal printer whenever I went full time. So I'd say right after you get your last paycheck from your from your job, buy the thermal printer with it and you know, that that's how you start. Start by investing in your business and then, you know, you got a four hundred dollar printer, so I have to, you know, take it more seriously. I uh, not saying that like I didn't take it seriously when I started, but just like I guess I should have been more confident myself and you know mm-hmm. invested into the business and i would have got a thermal printer quicker and uh can't really think of anything else it just all happens so fast it's like i, I don't know it still feels like yesterday was like my last day mm-hmm. like that's now you you say it's all happening so fast like do you ever like reflect you know, like, are you just go, 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 you know, like, do you set, you know, my next question is, and we can lead up to this question. It's like, what goals do you have for yourself in this coming year? Cause you know, uh, one of the things someone told me this, this, this week, and this kind of stuck with me. It's like, if you don't set goals, life is just something that happens to, to you. You know what I mean? It's just like, you have to set goals along the way to be able to achieve. Cause if you're just not setting goals, you're just kind of, I don't know, like, piddling around and not doing anything you know it's like you feel like you're doing something but you're just not doing so far like i I swear like my goal has been just you know have fun and enjoy my time off that i have now like you know i do my thrifting i clean shoes i list stuff you know i'm you know i'm a full-time reseller but like you know i i love taking days off like i love going places instead of working i'm just you know kind of just not struggling i'm just you know living life right now i guess Mm -hmm. so like as far as reselling goes like i'm not i'm definitely not like at my peak but like you know i'm doing more than enough to get by and i'm having a ton of fun so that's awesome now, do you have you set any goals for yourself, like maybe personally or for your business, or maybe you and your girlfriend relationships? You know, like anything like that. Like, like you know, we're we gonna see a little, a little jiggly. You know, maybe sooner uh, or later. No. You know, things <laughs> like that. No, <laughs> no, not really. I mean, honestly, I've been in the new year so far. I have been a little bit harder on myself to like get listings up like eight listings up a day but uh yeah other than that i mean i I didn't want to say that as like a big time goal or whatever like oh i try to get eight listings up a day you know i'm full time i'm sure there's part-time resellers getting 30 40 listings up after Mm -hmm. working a 10-hour shift but yeah that's just been my goal like eight listings a day and just try to build upon like what i did the day before just like eight listings, eight listings, you know, get my shippings done in between and, you know, just enjoy myself in the spare time. That's good. I mean, you know, you say eight listings a day, you know, it depends on who you are. Right. So it's like, if your work like balance, you know, is not where you want it to be like for you, it's like, okay, this is what I need to do on top of everything else to have like the work life balance that I want for myself Mm -hmm. and my 
relationship and you know and what i want to do in my life like you said i want to take a day off maybe monday yeah. through thursday i don't i don't do anything and then the weekends that's where you know i'm hustling and i'm bustling you know mm -hmm. so it depends on the person i would think you know so uh chris is saying grow a beard moisturize long locks that is <laughs> I guess those are his goals for this year. You have a great beard. You have a great beard. Uh, don't make me cry again, LOL. Uh, so, so yeah. So, last question that we have for you, Mike, um, and just in general, give us some tips for someone that may be an experienced reseller. Now that you're a little more seasoned, you know, and give that uh, an experienced reseller may uh, find helpful for the tips that you're given and let me, let us know some tips for uh, a reseller that's first getting started. Cause I know that um, you give out, you give out fantastic tips on your social media for a lot of people that are first getting started and mm -hmm. they, you know, they rely, I don't, they rely, they take your, your, uh, your advice into high consideration. So for people that are listening to the podcast, let us know, man, what are some good tips? Um, I'd say just for anyone, no matter where you are, like in life, like whether you're doing reselling and putting like information on social media or like you're really doing anything at all, just like never compare yourself to other people. I, I feel like I've been hearing that a lot recently. And that's, I, I, that's, that's a good tip, you know, just like because I mean, you know, for anyone that's full time, you know, you're home alone all day with you know, items you got to list in your thoughts. So it's just like, you know, you don't want to, you know, get too down on yourself, comparing yourself to anyone else. So I'd say just focus on set goals and just whether they're big goals, small goals, whatever, just set goals for yourself and just work towards that. Don't try to, you know, catch up with anyone else or my 90 day total needs to be this or, you know, just like, I don't know. I, I just say like, don't be too hard on yourself. Just get the work done and, you know. That's good. Do your I know thing. I want to do a video about people's 90-day totals. And I'm the – I wouldn't say, like, the voice in my – like, my conscious or whatever saying, like, you don't need to do the video. But, like, part of me wants to do the video or whatever because I feel like when I first started getting started or when I first started reselling, I would see people's 90-day totals. And I would get – incredibly discouraged like oh man so and so is making three thirty grand in his 90 day totals it's like man i'm barely making nine hundred dollars you know or a thousand dollars but it's like if you really look at the numbers like that's gross profit you don't know what they're like let's say thirty thousand dollars 90 day total one of their items could be worth 10 grand they could have sold the nba elite 2011 for 10 grand and really not they're only making you know what i mean so it's like yeah those numbers are really skewed and i feel like those people need to know that there those numbers are skewed you know you have other expenses you have you know your cost of goods and other things like that but for mm -hmm. me when i first started reselling like those those numbers were incredibly discouraging because i didn't know you know mm -hmm. so it's like, i feel like i need to tell people but i don't know I don't feel that's, like I need to make the video yet, but that's, that's what I was going to say. Just like, yeah, I, I never, you know, cause everyone gets to their 90 day total in different ways. So I never like, I'm not saying like if you show off your 90 day total, like 
like you know like if you have a humongous 90-day title you should be proud of it you worked hard for it but i just more or less like to just show like what i find what it could sell for or what i did sell it for Mm -hmm. not like i sold all this stuff look at my 90-day total i just pretty much like because i really enjoy like the the what sold videos like on youtube and stuff so i just try to make like a what sold video just fit for tiktok like Mm. I sold this one thing or I found this one thing. It sells for this much. Not like this is how I made $30,000 in 90 days. I like to be more like, look what I found. You can sell it for gotcha. this much. Gotcha. That's good. We need to go back to making what sold videos. Don't you think, Dustin? I need to bring them back. We, yeah, we used to make one at least once a month, you know, like the top 10 things that we sold. Mm-hmm. So um, we, do top, we need to bring it to top five and do it. Yeah, I think so too, Dustin. Put that on the list for sure. But um, yeah, so Mike, that concludes it, man. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate uh, you stopping by. And thanks uh, for having me on again. That was a really fast hour and a half. I know, right? They they go by pretty quick. So, do you have anything else that you might uh, you might want to say to the people? No, I don't think so. I don't really think. I think we we covered it all. Played some fun games. Nice. some serious questions it was a good time it was a nice complete show there we go complete complete like uh here we go hold on let's see if anybody else has any questions in the chat please please do uh put them down there no one watches the what solds it seems see i feel the same way but you gotta make them interesting they've been my best performing videos you gotta okay you gotta like put some weird stuff in there be like you know, I sold these normal things, but look at this weird item I sold. You know, just mm. something off the wall that's not going to be like, I sold this pair of shoes, I sold this pair of shoes, you know. And never say how many items you're going to show. Like, if you oh. do a what sold video, don't be like, these are five items that I sold. Because people okay. will see that last item and then just immediately click away. Gotcha. But if they're like, oh, there might be more, there might be more, they'll stay and watch. Oh, so never start the video by saying how many items you sold. That's good. Hey, that's good advice <laughs> for sure. We always find random stuff though, because you know, we we most of the inventory that we have are from bins. And so, like for example, and um, I don't know if you saw the video that we have on TikTok. Dustin found this. Well, tell us, Dustin, the, the thing you found at Goodwill this week. I know you uh, haven't sold it, but it's a like uh I guess I guess uh Old person like walker slash toilet. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Santa thing, yeah, it goes for like one hundred forty bucks. Really? Open box. I was like, yeah, got it for what ten dollars. Yeah. Someone else's cheeks were already on it. Uh, I think it's kind of new. It's open box. It's new. It was just like some random hair in there. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely new. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. new. So we don't want any any kind of uh, cheek juice on there for sure. So. <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah so weird things like that for sure but uh guys thank you so much for uh stopping by everybody in the chat thank you everyone for listening at home on the podcast if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast make sure you do so um you know leave a five-star review so it brings us bumps us up in the ebay or in the podcast algorithm for sure and make sure you subscribe to the youtube channel the national flippers follow us on instagram the national flippers and uh occasion uh chris says dustin tested and approved not yet so 
So, all right. So, guys, thank you so much for stopping by. My name is Ray. My name is Dustin. And my name's Mike. There you go. And we will catch you guys on the flip side. See y'all and God bless. Peace. Peace. See y'all. Hold on, Mike.